Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Monday. Remembering back to Saturday, we talked about the parable of the sower. This idea, this concept, that when we hear God's word, depending on the state of our heart, different things happen. But we also heard that hearing the word is not enough. Looking back to what we read yesterday, speaking of the good soil. As for that in the good soil, they are those who hearing the word hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. Hearing the word is good. It is so good, but it is not enough. It needs to root in our hearts, transform our hearts so that it flows from our hearts out to our actions. So today we'll actually hear three separate stories about what that looks like when our hearts, where our hearts are, flows out to our actions. So let's dive right in today. We are in Luke chapter 8, verse 16, and I am reading from the ESV. No one, after lighting a lamp, covers it with a jar or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a stand so that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest, nor is anything secret that will not be known and come to light. Take care then how you hear, for the one who has more will be given, and from the one who has not, even what he thinks he has will be taken away. The word of God is like a light. We do not hide it away. The truth of God's word should not be hidden away and shushed until a good, easy occasion to share it. Instead, it should be set on a stand and proclaimed. It should be shared actively and openly, transparently. Every truth beautiful, encouraging, as well as convicting, should be shared. No one, after lighting a lamp, covers it with a jar or puts it under a bed. We should not do the same with the Word of God, hiding it away, diminishing its light. Instead, they put it on a stand so that those who enter may see the light. Continuing on, then his mother and his brothers, speaking of Jesus, came to him. 
but they could not reach him because of the crowd. And he was told, your mother and your brothers are standing outside desiring to see you. But he answered them, my mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it directly from the mouth of Jesus, hearing and doing. The word needs to root in our hearts, transform our hearts, and then transform our actions. And that, my friends, is what makes a believer. That, my friends, the faith in Christ that outpours to our actions in love, although of course never perfectly here on this earth, that, my friends, makes us family in God because we are all children of God saved by faith in Christ. And lastly, one day he got into a boat with his disciples and he said to them, let us go across to the other side of the lake. So they set out and as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake, and they were filling with water and were in danger. And they went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and the raging waves, and they ceased. And there was a calm. And he said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid. And they marveled, saying to one another, Who then is this that he commands even winds and water? And they obey him. So we have seen the word of God bearing fruit in the sense that it is visible like a light, that we proclaim it, that we share it, both the encouraging and the convicting. We have seen that we as believers are called to hear and to do, and that when we hear and do, we are truly children of God, family together with Christ. And lastly, when the word of God takes root in our hearts, Just like we see Jesus here, he slept, he trusted in the storm. He didn't panic, but his faith, his knowledge of salvation and God's love rooted in his heart and flowed out to his actions in a way that he trusted God during the storm. And just like the disciples, we will not be perfect. We'll panic. This one really hits home for me. Someone with an anxious heart full of worry, an anxious mind that tells me things I don't want to hear that I know are not true. This one hits home for me. How often do we panic and say, Master, Master, we are perishing. We see the circumstances, the wind, the waves. We see the boat maybe looking like it's going to go down. Everything feels out of control. But Jesus knows who's in control. He awoke and rebuked the wind and the raging waves, and they ceased, and there was calm. And he said to them, Where is your faith? He said that to me. And maybe he said that to you. Where is your faith in the storm? Trust me to be with you 
as we weather this storm. And we've talked about this before, but where we fall short, for me in this area of anxiety and worry, use that as a signpost the areas where we're not perfect and we fall short to find the root of the sin and instead of letting sin stay rooted in your heart instead pluck that out and allow God's word to take root in that part of your heart to transform that part of your heart a little bit more every day hearing the word is not enough instead it should be proclaimed and seen it should be done and lived out and it should be rooted in our hearts to the point that we trust god even in the midst of the storm and if you ever fall short boldly go forward in faith knowing you are covered in christ and ask for forgiveness and it will be given my friends and I will see you tomorrow morning. Thanks for tuning in today. For more information, visit hesedheart.com.